0: Keep awake, Jesus says to his disciples in this gospel passage from Mark chapter 13. Keep, he says, awake. It is an ominous and foreboding directive. The end is coming in that right soon, he is saying to them so Keep ye, therefore, awake. In our hyper-commercialized culture, it surprises us as Christians each year at this time to hear, just as stores have begun playing Christmas music, And just as Starbucks has rolled out its signature Christmas lattes, it surprises us as Christians each year at this time to hear these heavy words, this warning about the imminent end of the world. To hear these words that name the very real darkness in this world and these words that name the judgment that must come upon it. Yes, the end is coming in that right soon, Jesus says to his disciples. Yes, we commercialized Christians' whisper to ourselves each time this year in response. Yes, so Jesus did say that. But do we have to be reminded of it during the Christmas season? Well, here's the thing that we need this time of year to remember. It is not the Christmas season. At least not yet, it's not. At least not according to the Christian calendar, the calendar that goes back to oh the resurrection of Jesus Christ. According to the late modern commercial calendar, it is indeed Christmas season, but that calendar only takes us back to, say, the mid to late 1960s. I mean, in 1946, Frank Capra had the Bailey family decorating its Christmas tree on Christmas Eve, something that makes absolutely no sense to us as Christians today but something that made all the sense in the world to Christians up until about 60 years ago. Yes, we must remember as we live and as we move and as we have our being as Christians in a culture saturated right now with displays of Christmas, we must remember that the four weeks leading up to Christmas actually make for the season of Advent and that Christmas proper does not in fact begin until December the 25th. You see, once remembering that, it suddenly then makes sense why the Revised Common Lectionary each year prescribes scriptures like this one, why this time each year we do not hear rosy scriptures and heartwarming sermons yet about the light that enlightens the world, but why we instead hear ominous and foreboding scriptures and sermons that remind us of how darkness, at least for now, continues to smother so much. Much of that light so Merry Christmas not yet but Blessed Advent yes indeed when I was about six years old I found an old Gumby in a toy chest in my grandparents attic you didn't see that coming did you? Now I don't know how many of you remember Gumby, but Gumby was this little green, stretchy, rubbery character that for several decades seemed to pop up virtually everywhere. Well, I'd never had a Gumby before. And what's more, knowing that this Gumby had a history of being played with by all of my older cousins, whom I thought were the coolest people in the world, Well, I thought that this particular Gumby, therefore, was the greatest thing that I'd ever seen. So I showed it to my grandfather, and he told me that if I wanted it, I could keep it. Well, you bet I took him up on that. So I took this Gumby home. And I played with him, and I played with him, and then one afternoon when deciding to take him with me to a friend's house, I decided to put my initials on his chest so that should I lose him or should I accidentally leave him behind, it would be clear to everyone that this Gumby was mine, and therefore taking out a black permanent marker. I stretched my Gumby out, you know, to make for a larger canvas, so to speak. And then I carefully wrote AC on Gumby's chest. And then satisfied, I let the rubbery slack loose. And then lo and behold, suddenly, that carefully written AC looked nothing like more than an ugly black dot. Just a Smear of dark ink in the center of Gumby's chest. It was permanent. Horrified by this, I stretched Gumby back out to see what had happened. And sure enough, when I stretched him back out again, there once more were my initials. AC, clear as day. But then as soon as I released the tension once more... There again sat that ugly, dark blob. Well, I cried. I was a little boy. I cried thinking that I had ruined my Gumby, ruined my family's Gumby. For here was this great gift, this gift that had been passed down through the years, and here I had made an ugly, dark mess of it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of my story about Gumby. You're all welcome. The English word advent comes from the Latin adventus, which simply means coming. As such, Advent is a season created by the early church to focus its attention on the coming of Christ Jesus, but not first and foremost on the coming of Christ at Christmas, for that the early Christians knew had already happened, but instead on the coming of Christ at history's End, that is, on the coming of Christ in judgment and with redemption of all things. You see, it was only after sustained focus on what had already happened and on what they hoped for and what they believed in that they would turn their attention back to the event that they miraculously felt had happened in the past. Future for them, then the past. This became for them the shape of Advent. The future, they were saying, has been made possible by the past, just as the past gives us glimpses into the state of things come the future. That's how Advent came about. Now, having said that, I want you to listen now to these words from the acclaimed preacher Will Willimon, the longtime dean of Duke University Chapel. And these words, by the way, are printed on the front of your order of worship if you'd like to follow along. They're powerful. Our lives, Willimon writes, are stretched between the sneak preview of the new world being born among us in the church and the old world where the principalities and powers are reluctant to give way. In the meantime, which is the only time the church has ever known, we live as those who know something about the fate of the world that the world does not yet know and that makes us different. End of I find that articulation to be exquisite. This simultaneously forward and backward-facing posture, Willimon is saying, and what this posture indicates about who we are and what we know and how we live in the present as Christians, this, Willimon is saying, is the very quintessence of what it means to be Christian. And this, this forward and backward-facing posture, I am reminding us, is what the season of Advent was designed to recall us as Christians to. Which brings me back to my old Gumby, to that darkly blurred AC on that Gumby's chest. Like that dark smear at the center of that Gombe, so too does darkness appear to prevail on the surface of this present world. Wars rage, children die, spouses cheat, employers exploit, employees steal. Groups discriminate, individuals lie, friends betray, grief abounds and on and on and on. Yes, any sober assessment of this world reveals that darkness indeed dominates in this present generation. It's what we simply see when we look around or turn on the news or open a newspaper. It's there. Yet despite this fact, we as Christians believe that if you could just stretch it all out, if you just allow your imagination to pull time backward as tightly as it can be pulled, And then as deeply into the future as it can go, that if so, then the world, like that AC suddenly becoming clear once more on the chest of that Gumby, that if so, then the world will reveal an abundance of light just waiting to be magnified and transfigured. So what do I mean by that, you ask? What do I mean by an abundance of light that is just waiting to be magnified and transfigured? Here's what I mean. I mean the countless small acts across the millennia that have been done in accordance with Christ's way and in Christ's name and that point onward toward Christ's return. I mean the hungry mouths fed. I mean the cups of water shared with the thirsty. I mean, the peace forged between belligerents and the liberation of those held back and trampled upon. I mean, the consolation offered to those who are grieving. And I mean, the kind words that, when spoken, have indeed turned away wrath. I mean, all the love shared, and I mean, all the faithfulness. Shown all of these small, simple acts of Christ-likeness. Almost all of them unseen by the rest of us. And all of them no sooner performed than covered over by more war and more betrayal and more heartache and more grief and more death yes all of these small acts of goodness like that otherwise clear ac that so quickly turned back into an ugly dark smear once that stretching stopped all of these small acts of Christ-likeness are indeed being stored up in the heart and the mind of God. Even if to all the world they appear to be covered over right now by this present darkness. But What's more even than that? And what's most to the point of this sermon? All of these small acts are slowly being amalgamated, being pulled together by God's divine and patient love. Their some total being slowly transformed into the raw materials with which and out of which God will redeem and will refashion this world at and through the future coming of Christ Jesus our Lord. This is what Willimon means when he proclaims that we live as those who know something about the fate of the world that the world does not yet know. And that, quote, that is what makes us different. What makes us different, Willimon is saying, is our deep abiding faith that if we just stretch the Gumby of this world back, then the Christ-likeness we'll see at its center identifies the loving ownership of the one who created it and who will redeem all things come the fullness of time. This Advent, as we look forward to Christmas and to the celebration of what Christ came and did in the past, let us join our hearts and our hands and our spirits with our ancient Christian forebears, looking first toward what Christ will do when he comes again in glory. For darkness shall be judged on that day, and all light shall then be transfigured and magnified. Yes, knowing and trusting that, let us this Advent season stretch our lives and stretch our imaginations across the expanse that separates the already from the not yet. And then here in the meantime, the only time the church has ever known, here in the meantime, let us continue to hold and to express this small, simple, yet world-transforming light. This light that sits at the center of a gift that God continues to pass down from generation to generation. The gift of a good world tragically darkened for the moment by sin. Yes, this Advent season, let us hold on to and let us express this small light for the judgment and the transformation of this dark stained world indeed comes and that right soon. And so therefore, this Advent season, let us keep awake that our small lights will be burning when so. And all God's people said, Amen.